The following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, he is your host of the PWT cast, Bang Bang, what is up? Welcome to episode one of the PWT cast. My name is Scrump, and this is my co-host, Stank. Stank. Stank, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How about you? Doing great. I, uh, I'm excited. This is our first official episode. This week's episode is actually brought to you by the official sponsor of the PWT cast, Freelance Wrestling. Uh, they have a show, Dave. Did you know? Yeah, I did know. Yeah, it's actually their 50th show, and if you haven't seen the poster for their august 16th show get over die trying you need to search it out go to twitter go to instagram facebook yeah. find it it is it's pretty spectacular yeah as, as far as parody boasters go like some companies do them pretty well yeah and i don't know who matt nicks gets to do his but they always look great a I, true artisan yeah objectively they are always fun yeah. they're always great but yeah their august 16th show get over die trying will be at the logan square auditorium Doors open at eight. Show opens at nine. Uh, go to Freelance Wrestling's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and find out about tickets because this show may be sold out. Yeah, they get packed out quick, especially on shows like these. So, speaking of freelance, what about uh, our friend of the show, Big C Chris Castro? He's walking oh. around here looking like a gimp. Oh yeah, poor poor little boy Castro. He uh oh gimpy C. Yeah, he hurt his arm. So uh, wrestling actually, it was on the same show where. Again, Matt Niggs of Freelance Wrestling got beat down by Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Oh, how awesome was that? That, like, that's one of those things where often after one of their shows, especially when it's one of their better shows, like I'll text Nick and be like, "Dude, I think it's cool as fuck that like yeah. one of my best friends owns a wrestling company and puts on these great shows." And he's always really grateful. But whenever you see any of them, you know, all the freelance boys, you know, Craig Mitchell. Uh, like I mentioned, Chris Castro, right. any of them just getting to getting the opportunity to go out there and do something cool like that. Like, even though I'm not a part of it, it makes me feel like I am just right. because, you know, they're my friends. And You're rubbing elbows with these guys. Mm-hmm. I didn't. You know what? Uh, I actually am somewhat of a freelance wrestling alumni myself. That's true. Yeah. You know, I won the I'm not sure if I've ever mentioned it to anyone before, but I won the halloween uh the freelance halloween battle royale i've never once heard that last year no you know it's not something i ever really talk about but i won it um but yeah like we said chris castro you know he's currently uh he's sidelined right now go buy one of his shirts i don't think he got that injury wrestling though uh you don't think he had i heard you rolled out of bed and fell He's well, too embarrassed to say well you know (laughs) yes get back to work castro (laughs) enough of your nonsense (laughs) Go, Are go you su- supposed to have a bum shoulder? Go support Chris Castro. Like a bull. Buy one of his t-shirts over at Pro yeah, Wrestling. Support Tees. these injured wrestlers. Yeah, you know, um, so speaking of t-shirts, yeah. uh, Dave, actually, um, to touch on last week's episode, yeah, uh, I contacted uh, Kickstarter about starting up our own Kickstarter for uh, the aforementioned seventy-five dollars to bypass that ten thousand yes. followers. Because I mean, our our popularity is growing. You know, we've we've got a good amount of. Uh, twitter and instagram and followers we're, we're only on episode one only on episode one you know starting baby steps yeah but so i mean i don't know what's going to happen first if our kickstarter well the thing our is future kickstarter hits 75 or if we get 1 billion subscribers well that's the thing i i you know i was in talks with uh, the kickstarter people and they told me that we in fact cannot start up a kickstarter for just 75 dollars what yeah they said i think it's, i think it's at a minimum of like 100 but i 
I told them, like, we only need the 75, and it would be disingenuous of us to take an extra $25. Oh, so for, for Kickstarter, we need some sort of tangible product. What kind of malarkey is that? Yeah, so we're going to have to figure something else out. Uh, you know, possibly some sort of donation box. You know, whenever we record these, we can have one of those. Like, you know, if you go like at a, a Chipotle, sure. they have the like tip. The, the tip yeah. jar. Yeah, tips, we can, tips are appreciated. Yeah, we can have one of those possibly. I'm not sure yet. We we will figure that out. And we mean we mean monetary tips, not like club soda will get grass stains out of your white linens. We need real financial tips. Uh, well, I'll take some of those life tips as well. I didn't well, know that club yeah. soda. You got. I mean, you got some grassy linens. So yeah, I do have some grassy linens. Grass, you didn't know about the club soda? No. no. You know, I know about the club, you yeah. know, OGBC, yeah, too sure. sweet. And I know about soda. I don't drink it anymore. Yeah. There was like, it's uh, it's always weird. There was a, like a two, three year period where I just didn't drink soda for no other reason than yeah. just one day I was like, I think my uh, New Year's resolution is going to be no more soda. So I just didn't drink it. And like my current roommates now, for the first three years that they knew me, just didn't drink soda and then i also like don't drink alcohol either so we'd be yeah. going out to like bars and stuff and i would just be drinking water and then one day i was like uh i'll take a dr pepper please and you would have thought that i like asked yeah, you like broke a mortal sin you would have thought i asked like the the waiter to fucking drop a brick in my mouth yeah. the way they look where they're just like what Can i have some cocaine yeah i <laughs> might as well have been asking for like cocaine and shrooms just the way they looked uh, at it well i gotta you know what it's true. I'm a little overweight, so I got a problem with soda, and I've tried a couple times to stop, and just that sweet siren song of Mountain Dew. Well, if, if any of the listeners, if any of you listeners are on the Jericho cruise, Ooh, uh, Dave, was Dave was having the time of his life with those Pepsis. I think I drank 14 gallons of Pepsi. You know, what? I think you might have because I know I was going up there with you every now and then to like. Because I, I didn't purchase the drink package. I, yeah. I just had bottles of water the whole yeah. time. You know, like I mentioned, I, I try not to drink soda and I don't actually drink any alcohol or liquor, you know? I'm not a yeah. cool guy. But, uh, yeah, it stank. When, whenever whenever you would go to, to get a soda or two, I'd be like, you know what? I'm on vacation. Let a little. Me get, little. Yeah, let me get a Dr. Yeah, Pepper. Oh. I was getting uh, soda drunk on there. It was ridiculous. But yeah. that Jericho Cruise was fun as hell. Yeah, and so. you know what? I'm excited for the second one. I, I've been saying since when did they announce the second one? Like a couple months ago. A couple months ago. Let's say May. Yeah. You know, let since May, I've been uh, going back and forth with stupid Michael. Oh, stupid. Michael. Yeah. Hashtag stupid Michael. I've been going back and forth with what him about. Guy. Yeah. Uh, who could get in better shape for the Jericho Cruise? <laughs> you know, we're both we're both a little pudgy. Yeah. You know, we could spare to lose. Yeah, pleasantly uh, plump. Yeah. And we've been going back and forth. And so in my mind, there's this imaginary bet of who can get in better shape. And I don't, you know, like the last time we were on, we went to the Jericho cruise. I never, I just never really take my shirt off to begin with. Yeah. You know, um, unless you're a woman, unless you're a lover of mine, yeah. you know, you've <laughs> probably not seen me without a shirt unless on. Unless you're a lady love. Unless you're a lady love. But we were like at this Atlantis resort with like, I'm standing next to goddamn uh, Hangman Page oh, and Kenny Omega, beefcakes. yeah, and Marty Skrull, and I'm oh, like, they're just seeing like Dalton Castle and uh, Matt, Taven. Matt Taven walking around in like tiny briefs, looking buff as heck. Yeah, and here or I, Brian Cage, not being able to fit. <laughs> yeah, Brian Cage in a slide. So, yeah, I'm walking around looking at all these like Greek gods, and I look like a fucking yeah. piece of like garbage, and I'm just like, 
fuck like fuck yeah. you guys for looking that great yeah, but sexy man yeah my goal is to you know drop a few lbs so that yeah. i can i can walk around you know shirtless well, on if that you cruise. are in a bet with stupid michael you'll definitely win oh yeah that guy can't commit he, to he's been talking about the keto diet for like four years and i think he's lost two pounds well i saw him eating so much ice cream today so he probably oh. gained back those pounds oh just shoving ice creams in his stupid little face <laughs> Yeah, these listeners are like, "Wow, soda and ice cream." Yeah, right. They're like, they really know how to pull us in. But right. amazing um, podcast. Yeah, so we we will have an update on the t-shirt front at some point. We gotta, yeah, we're working on it. We got to figure something out. And but in the meantime, though, we wanted to address something we didn't address at the last show, and that's giveaways because Ooh. everybody loves everybody loves a free t-shirt, free swag. Like, you know, I don't care where you go if they're giving away a free t-shirt. Like I know uh where was it at c2e2 it's a chicago comic convention here and yeah. um in chicago like i mentioned absolutely uh, there was several stands who just be giving away free merchandise and like i already work at a t-shirt shop and so you'll I just grab whatever <laughs> yeah you know they're like hey well what size are you and i'm like uh extra large yeah. and they just we only have me. mediums i'll take it yeah i'm like Can yeah I two? i'm like yeah i know i know someone who's a medium yeah you know i'll go find this you one never or give it to them yeah, I never give it to them. It's just like in the back of my car. I'm like, what the fuck? Your mom is comes this? over and is like, why do you have four mediums for Charmin Ultra? I'm just like, uh, because they were free. Because they were free. Yeah, How why not? I not? Yeah, but we're going to be doing giveaways, t-shirt giveaways. Because I I know that if there's somebody who will appreciate a free wrestling t-shirt, it's one of our listeners. Yeah, but I don't think they can be 100 percent free. We, we got to make them work for it a little bit. That's right, Dave. Uh, why don't Why don't you go ahead and tell them how they can. Well, you can uh, first subscribe to our Twitter, which mm-hmm. is uh, PWTCast, at PWTCast on Instagram and Twitter. Yep. So on any of those social media platforms, go ahead and subscribe. And we'll, uh, have, a, we'll have this week's episode, episode one, yep. uh, as our pinned tweet. Yep. So just go ahead and like and retweet that. And again, make sure you're following us. And we'll pick one random person yeah, we'll there. We'll pick someone. It'll be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not open to company employees, so stupid Michael, you're not allowed. Yeah, Castro with your bum arm, nope. Well, the boy's got an injured arm. Maybe I'll. We'll, He's we'll got throw. plenty of shirts. He's got plenty of his own shirts, which you can buy at prowrestlingtees.com. Oh yeah, if you go to prowrestlingtees.com and look up Chris Castro, you can buy one of his shirts. Of course, the King yeah. of Chicago style. Yeah, all, got, all sorts of yeah. delicious items to wrap your torso in. Well, if hopefully whoever wins this giveaway will purchase a Christopher Castro shirt from Pro Wrestling. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess the way it is, you can get every, you can get any shirt that we have on the site, and we got like hundreds of thousands of shirts. Wait, so. wait, wait, any T-shirt? Yeah, I mean, any sh- any shirt on the site. What about the uh, what about those uh, cool ass store exclusives we got? Uh, those aren't on the site though. Well. Ryan's not. They're store exclusives. Well, wait, Ryan's not going to listen to this shit, right? I don't think he's listening to this at all. Not, not at all. All right. Well, then how about this? As long as, as long as none of you guys fucking tell Ryan, because I mean oh, he's not going to listen to this. So unless one of you guys tell him, but uh, I would consider myself, you know, a manager. So I will make a managerial executive decision. Ooh. And if you are a listener of the PWT cast and you win said giveaway. You can you you can pick one of the store exclusive shirts, which you That's, you can't purchase anywhere. You know, unless you come into the store and buy it. You know, you can't buy it online. Are you sure you can do this? Yeah, why not? I'm, I'm pulling in. Uh, I mean, because I've seen people ask in the VIP group, 
hey, can I get that elite Chicago colorway? Can I get that Bullet Club colorway Well, in the Chicago colors? Well, you can let them know that, yes, they can, as long as they subscribe to our Twitter and Ugh. like and retweet that pinned tweet, and they win. All right. So, And you don't have to get it. Yeah, you don't have to get it. You you'd know? be a fool if you didn't. Yeah, you know, you can get yourself a, yeah. a Walter shirt, a Tetsuya Naito shirt, sure. you know. A Chris Castro. Chris Castro shirt. Chicago-style shirt. Yeah, King of Chicago-style shirt. You can get any one of our shirts. But uh, I'll go ahead and post uh, post some of those cool store exclusives in case you've been wondering. You take some pictures? Yeah, you know. Right, Ryan doesn't follow me on social media. It's not like he's going to see. Yeah. Whoever designed those shirts must be a pretty swell guy. <laughs> I bet he is. You know who else is a pretty swell guy? Who? Our first guest. I uh, oh, I had yeah, yeah I had the chance to talk to Marty DeRosa uh, over this week and it was it was pretty daunting like I I became aware of podcasts through a uh, friend of the show Colt Cabana yeah you know and his uh, his comedy sidekick was Marty DeRosa like he and I went over the story of you you know you listened to it, how yeah. we met at Extreme Rules because I I was wearing like the custom made Cabana shirt from One Hour yeah. Tees and. Uh, yeah, I sort of over the years have become like the Robin to his Batman. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, you know, like for the longest, uh, we would, and it's a story we go over in this, which, like, in in hindsight, talking about it is just so ridiculous. About how, uh, or you were like dying earlier when I told you, uh, whenever he and Cabana would have comedy shows, and I would have to be snuck in, and like oh. I would be like, oh yeah, they're um by dad or something like just some lame excuse yeah so, and as, yeah, so i couldn't get in trouble as if they couldn't just be like yeah hey he's with me hit the bricks jabroni <laughs> yeah so uh why don't we go ahead and uh get into that interview yeah. right now uh ladies and gentlemen marty DeRosa. all right welcome back ladies and gentlemen uh this first person the first person to ever be a guest on the pro wrestling tees podcast pwt cast is someone who is responsible for me working here at pwt uh i met him back at a wrestling show i don't i'm not sure if he remembers it was extreme rules 2012 uh i was sitting like third row he was behind me and i was super excited because i had a giant colt cabana sign they got confiscated along with a custom Colt Cabana shirt from One Hour Tees. Uh, and the whole show, people were just like tweeting at him, saying, Marty, where are you? Where are you? So we can come by and say hello. And he wound up sitting maybe two, three rows right behind me. And immediately I got up and was just trying to trying to play cool. Like I was walking to the concession stand and I saw him. I'm not sure who he was there with, but I saw him just casually chilling there. And I'm like, oh, hey, Marty. Uh I'm one of your Twitter followers. My name's Scrump. And he got super excited at my cabana shirt. Got even more excited at my art of wrestling tattoo. So much so that he took a picture of it and sent it over to Cabana. Um, without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Marty Rosa. Thanks, Scrump. That was very nice. I remember it. What was your shirt? I remember it was like a cool cult design shirt. It was like the Chicago flag. Yes. It just it was like C. Okay. Cabana's head and then LT. That's it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I do remember that. I remember Extreme Rules. Uh, there were a couple of those pay per views back in the day where I got tickets from like multiple people. I would mm-hmm. ask uh, people who were on the roster at the time, and then. Sometimes it would just be like they would all, oh so sorry I got I forgot to back to you because I think like oh okay mm-hmm. like 
you know, Hornswoggle's not getting back to me. So I'll hit up like Kurt Hawkins or something like that mm-hmm. or whatever. And then he's not getting back to me. And then, and then all of a sudden they're all like, here, yeah, just, here, I got you four, or I got you six or something. So then I was able to bring like so many friends. And, um, yeah, that was, uh, that yeah, was, yeah, see, it, that was a thing too where I, like, I'll talk about it with Ryan as mm-hmm. well, where there was several like wrestling events where I'd be like, Oh, there's all the one hour tea guys. Like yeah. I very specifically remember there was a, a DVD screening when punks DVD mm-hmm. came out and, uh, I give Frank shit for it all the time where I remember the, the one thing I remember vividly the most. And I don't know why, like it, I wasn't involved in this is I was standing off to the side, like texting someone or, you know, just taking it all in. And Frank goes up to Cabana and says, Hey, he goes, uh, can can you talk to punk and ask him to be my friend which if you know if you know frank yeah you know, he looks like this big intimidating man he's, yeah you know he's a teddy bear he's yes. the nicest guy but just like hearing this giant man ask for that i was like what and to this day if you bring it up to him he's like no, no, no i i was just kidding it was a joke but i'm like no 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 <laughs> i'm like i've spent enough time around you to know when you genuinely ask oh, like man. a question like that but you were you along you know with like ryan and then were people yep. i would see at shows and it was it's weird to like up, i mean not now you know I'm, I'm on your couch yeah but that's one of those things that i hear from a lot of people that say especially with uh one sarah joy shockey where they're like she seems so nice I just don't know how to approach her. And I, if someone's at a show and they mm-hmm. tell me that, I will go out of my way. Like if Sarah's not busy, you know, commentating or interviewing people to like, hey, you have to meet Sarah. I'm going to make it a mission. Oh, yeah. And introduce yeah. you to Sarah. I, re- and I remember every person who was cool to me, whether it was at a wrestling show or, you know, at a, at a comedy show or something mm-hmm. like that. Like before I started doing stand up, I would go to shows and kind of watch. And I remember who was. Who was nice, you know, who wasn't, mm-hmm. uh, you know, especially don't forget those. But also, like, just, you know, and then it's weird, too, sometimes where, you know, an interaction might just be all like, oh, hey, that was, it was nice to meet you. And then, you know, whether you were talking to someone else at the time and you didn't give them enough attention, then you're like, oh, are they, you know, it's like this whole, mm-hmm. whole thing of like, did that interaction go the way I wanted it or they wanted it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it is. It is interesting to look back because everybody, you know, goes to their first show or meets the people for the first time or whatever. So, um, but yeah, I remember you were always around. You were always coming to shows and stuff, and yeah, like I, we had to sneak you in places. Oh yeah, that's one thing where it would happen not too frequent because mm-hmm. there were it was just whenever you guys did like a twenty-one and over place. Yeah, where I would always be like, oh cool, I'm gonna go to this. Oh, it's twenty-one and over. Yeah, and then I'd be like. I don't want to bother them with it. But then as like it got closer, I would just be like, Hey Marty, um, could you get me in? Sure. And it was, it was always the same. I would go up to the door and be like, it'd give them my ID. And they're like, Oh, you're 18 bro. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, Oh no, no, no. Um, <laughs> can you go grab a uh, Marty or a Colt? I'm with them. Uh-huh. And then I think like there was like one instance where you're like, yeah, he's my kid or something. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the guy looked at both of us. Clear, like, <laughs> what did you have when you were 11? He's my son. I love it. Yeah. There was, a lot of instances like that but mm-hmm. even even like what you mentioned you know you you see people because there's a lot of uh autograph signing sessions that we have at the store and there's yeah. people that i see and like just see them interact with wrestlers and yeah you can definitely tell the ones that are cool but you can also tell the ones who are kind of just like i don't want to say weirdos but like interesting interesting sure you know interesting sure. or some of them who just you know they show up with 20 items of merchandise oh yeah and don't even really 
talk to the wrestler. It's just like, yeah, sign here. Business sign time, here, baby. Sign here, which, hey. Yeah. That's totally fine. Well, and I, I mean, I listened to uh, this a podcast called Fully Posable, where it's uh, a wrestling action figure podcast. Mm-hmm. And th- uh, the guys who run it, uh, it's two brothers. And the people who like write in and talk, it's like I've learned so much about because I'm not a I'm not a giant uh, wrestling figure collector. I get the stuff that I think is like real cool or whatever, like the old Austin or mm-hmm. they had, like Austin like a retro. Like I gotta get that, um, but things like that and that like the Macho Man Slim Jim. Like I gotta get that. But these guys are very particular about autographs, the pens they get, and I'm like, it's to me, it's so fascinating that there's this whole other world out there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times too, like I see people at WrestleCons or, uh, you know, StarCast or whatever, and they've got, they've got belts, they've got, you know, old wrestling magazines, the WB encyclopedia. And it's like, they're on a mission. They, oh, for sure. They, you know, and I think too, a lot of it is like, people don't want to bother people, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, you know, I've, and I've, I've seen, non-wrestling you know celebrities and i've been like oh god like one time i was on a plane and uh weezer i'm like oh that's oh 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 and i was just like oh you guys uh big fan i don't want to make it weird but uh, just a big fan and they go that's the perfect way to do it and then they just kept walking i was like hey look at that so that was cool and uh at shows too it's interesting watching people like i love see especially a little kid i love seeing like a little kid like eyeballing you know a wrestler and they're just like, oh, that's Jeff Cobb right over there. And they might even have like a Jeff Cobb shirt or something. They're just like, oh man. Uh. And I'm just like, do you want to meet Jeff Cobb? And they're like, ah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess that would be nice. And then, you know, that to me is just like, the yeah, that, that's always cool. Especially with like taking people to, to their first wrestling show. Mm-hmm. See, I remember, I remember going to a ring of honor show once mm-hmm. and I think it might've been Sarah's first ring of honor. It show. was, it was. And boy, oh boy, she has got an embarrassing story to tell you about that one. Oh yeah. I, I love that story. I don't think it's embarrassing. I think it's adorable. I think it's adorably embarrassing. It's adorably yes. embarrassing. Yes. But I remember you actually being so nervous to meet Okada. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I was completely starstruck. I was in line. I was going to do the meet and greet, and I just was like, "Ah, he's just uh, no, never mind." Mm-hmm. And I felt bad about it. I was like, well, "I should have met. I should have." But then, luckily, years later, uh, at uh, a WrestleMania in New Orleans, we were all outside talking, mm-hmm. and uh, he just walked by, and I was like, "Okada," and I high fived him, and I was like, "That was my, I, uh, I, I totally redeemed myself." I, have I told you my Okada story? Yeah. So, uh, for the, I mean, plenty of you have not yeah, heard this story. It's such a as great much story. as I tell it, um, all in weekend, mm-hmm. I I was in charge of driving him, I picking him up from his hotel yeah. to Flip's all out party, mm-hmm. which it was, the, it was the most adorable thing too because he got in my car and my car is it's not that big and you don't realize how tall the man is until you're standing next to yeah. him. Or until he tries to get into your small hatchback, because <laughs> he, you know, he gets in there and he's like, uh, too big." And I'm like, "Oh, you know, just on the side." So he adjusts the seat, and you know, we drive to the show, and he gets there, sees this massive line of people there, majority of them for him. Mm-hmm. He goes, uh, "Who's everyone here for?" <laughs> what a fun thing! Yeah, and I'm like, "For you?" He goes, "No, come on." I'm like, "No, Okada, they're here for you," and I just like. There was an entrance you're supposed to go through, but um, I was like, I don't give a shit. I'm I'm with I'm with the main event here for this like meet and greet. So I just pull up to the front, 
and like security's like hey i'm like he's he's uh he's part of the autograph session and they're like okay whatever and i take him over there and we're like walking and everyone's losing and he's like he just looks over and he goes they're not here for me (laughs) which is like one of those things where i'm like fuck off yeah but we had the autograph session the next day at the store and he was the nicest person with everyone like I saw people taking pictures with him, asking him to do the Rainmaker pose. So when I took my picture with him, I'm like, can we do that? And he grabs my arm, act, like, acts as if he's going to give me the Rainmaker. He goes, oh, he goes, you meant photo. I'm like, yeah. You know? <laughs> but after just a long day of pictures, uh, Ryan tells me, hey, he goes, can you drop off him and Tiger Hattori to their hotel? Which I was like, yeah, no problem. Uh, you know, it's not that far. So we're driving and the first time that I picked him up from his hotel, I asked him, like, do you want to listen to music? And he, he said, yeah. I asked him what he wanted, and he said he didn't know. And it was a combination of he did. He said he didn't know. I was super nervous, so we just drove in silence. Oh, and, no. I mean, him and Flip Gordon, it, this was the first time. You know, him mm-hmm. and Flip, they talked the whole time, so it was fine. But there was no music. But this time, I'm like, no, no, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play some music. So I'm like, well, what do you want to listen to, you know? I'm like, Tiger, do you have any suggestions? And he's like, no, it's, it's fine. And... I'm like, do you like Drake? He goes, you know, to Okada. He goes, yeah, 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 Drake. Awesome. I put on some Drake. We're driving down the alley, and then we get probably to, like, the end of the alley. He goes, oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm like, oh, you know what you want to listen to? He goes, "Uh, remember me. He starts singing Remember Me from the Coco soundtrack. (laughs) So I'm just like, oh, you want to listen to Coco soundtrack? He goes, yeah. I'm like, awesome. If the IWGP champion wants to listen to Coco, we're going to fucking listen to Coco. So we're driving out to Schaumburg, and from the shop, it's maybe 25 minutes, 30 minutes, depending on traffic. And uh, so we're driving, and they'd been up God knows how how long. So we're driving, and the soundtrack is just playing. And it's one of those weird things where, and it happened, it was one of those feelings, too, when me and you were on the cruise, Mm -hmm. on the Jericho cruise, because we were hanging out with all the elite guys, Mm -hmm. where it was one of those moments of, like, what the fuck is my life? Because I'm in the Bahamas with... The, when you when with, you see Kenny Omega holding a, a uh, uh, cat it. that you probably shouldn't pick up, and all the locals are looking at him horrified that he's probably getting some weird disease. Yeah, that was that's uh, <laughs> and we're all going, what is happening right yeah, now? Yeah, that was a thing too, where we were on at some random cafe, Atlantis. At, we're at the Atlantis Resort yeah. at their cafe, and there's, there's cats everywhere, just, which probably eat the mice or rats mm-hmm. or whatever, and. They Kenny Omega just starts picking up these random yeah. cats, and the employees are looking at him like, "Oh God, don't do yeah. that!" And we're we're looking over, and they're like, D- "Go wash mm-hmm. your hands now." Yeah. And I remember all I could think was, "Man, if Tanahashi versus Kenny at Wrestle Kingdom gets canceled because Kenny contracted some sort of weird cat <laughs> disease, like who you know does that yeah. does that fall on Ryan for taking him to yeah. the Atlantis Resort or on Kenny?" But so again, you know the. The Jericho Cruise was just the yeah. whole thing where I was like, what the fuck? But another one of those moments is me sitting in the car with Okada and Tiger Hattori, and they're both sound asleep. At Aww. this point, they're, they're both just... I like to think they each had their head on each other, uh, like that, their heads are touching like in a like in a movie. I, yeah, you know what? I'm going to retell that story. Say that's not how they sat, but that's just... It's yeah. more adorable that way. But again, it's like I have this guy in my car asleep to the coco soundtrack like what the fuck is my life i love it and that's just one of those weird things like i i imagine you've had a lot of sure. random wrestling interactions i was like just that. thinking when you told that story when uh when naito was in the midwest doing a loop of shows mm-hmm. uh i think it was referee nate speckman 
who drove him Friend of the podcast? to the hotel. Yeah, who drove him to his hotel. And he just like dropped him off. And as he was leaving, Naito just stayed in the driveway and just waved the whole time till he was gone. <laughs> and he was like looking in the rear view like, what the fuck is happening right now? To add to that Naito story, when he was uh, at the shop, uh, Frank, he I think he drove him to the AEW show that night because mm-hmm. he was wrestling Sammy Callahan. And we had ordered him pizza yeah. because he was he was there longer. You know, Naito, great guy. He was there longer than he should have. I think he was supposed to be there for an hour and stayed for, I think, two and a half hours mm-hmm. to the point where we told uh, Mike Elgin, who was driving around, we're like, don't worry, we'll drive him yeah. to wherever it needs to be. Like, he wants to sit here and finish all these autographs. So pizza comes and we're like, yeah, do you want? He's like, no, I'll, I'll eat it in the car. And Frank tells me the story of how he just sat quietly in the car, just yeah. eating pizza. <laughs> and then same thing, he dropped him off of the hotel. And that's for- my that would be my TV show. Would be how adorable New Japan wrestlers are oh. when they're over here. Yeah, like I love when I see like they have a big show, and you always hear about like uh, uh, Tomohiro Ishii just out there, just watching or just sitting yeah. in the crowd taking pictures. So cool. Like I, I like to imagine he's just like everyone is like his kid. You and know? then I and I think like with the Okada thing, they're all probably like, oh no, like, oh that must be another Los Ingrenables that they're wearing their T-shirt. That can't be our group or anything. You know yeah, what I mean? Like they're mm-hmm. all just such like, they seem very very humble. Yeah, I mean, like I said with uh, with Okada when we did that signing, every single person was just like, oh, losing his mind, and he would just like look over and like he didn't get it. But mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, you were one of the biggest wrestlers ever and you don't come to america often like i i remember i remember being at like different autograph sessions with like other wrestlers and feeling that like holy shit i'm about to meet Sami Zayn, you know or i'm about to meet zach Ryder. Mm-hmm. and i think that's one of those things where after you meet so many people it kind of it doesn't you know you don't think that oh okay it, to you it's cool i get to meet some fans mm-hmm. but for a lot of fans it's like and it's such and i think like a lot of these i think the bucks uh and they talked about it like how they watched rowdy rowdy piper at a at a convention and they're like oh he took all this time with everybody and they i i've seen them at conventions and they've set the bar really high because you hear those stories about you know people who are just like you know keep it going i don't want to talk to you i don't want to you know it's Mm -hmm. just like let's go let's go let's go versus like because i think we are in a in a time now with social media where like back in the day if you know some old wwf wrestler you know nwa wrestlers just like get the fuck out of here and it's like what are you gonna do you're not gonna there's no way to be like hey you know hey everyone this uh georgie animal steel was a dick to me you know Mm -hmm. i mean not the not you know i don't i just use that as a name but like there, there was no way of knowing or anything like that. Whereas now it's just like, yeah. I, you know, but I, I think, I think, you know, the, whether, whether it's like Colt through his podcast, uh, or the bucks or whatever, just like the connection with the fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, it's throughout the whole, uh, you know, with, with pressing tees and having the signings and everything like that. And just like the way that with the, the whole business model, how it's like, Oh, I could support this wrestler by buying this shirt and I know this wrestler is going to get this money. It's not like some weird, like you hear like WWE wrestlers get like, what is it like a quarter a shirt or something? I don't even think it's if that. even that maybe eight, not eight cents. I don't know. It's not, it's like a ridiculously low number. A quarter is probably high. Now that I think a quarter about is it. probably like John Cena, but, uh, 
I, I, but something like that. And you're just like, versus, you know, somebody is buying, you know, an independent wrestler's shirt, uh, you know, or a wrestling podcast shirt. Mm -hmm. Like we're getting a lot of that money and it's, and of no, we don't have to do anything. We don't have to print it out. We don't have to mail it. Like it's such a cool setup, but it's so awesome that you can support the wrestler that way. Well, I know this past year at uh, WrestleCon, I met Arn Anderson, and it's it's typically something that happens with a lot of older wrestlers. I love these stories where the old guys don't get it, and they're like, "You're stealing money out of my pocket," and it's like, "No, no, 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 no." No, he was. He, well, first off, he thought I was Ryan. I, I always introduce myself. I've I been. Uh, people have thought I was Ryan multiple times. Really? Yeah, I've gotten mistaken for Ryan, mm-hmm. and I've had like you're talking to somebody, and you're like. God, this wrestler is being so nice to me. And then they'll say something, and then I'm like, oh, because I used to, Brian and I both had the shaved heads and the beards, and I was like talking to Colt or whatever. And then I'm like, oh, and I, I think I had the Andre shirt uh-huh. on, and I'm like, you think tell, I'm Ryan. Tell your, tell your Brian Alvarez story. That's, that's so the Brian Alvarez story is uh, we were at a WrestleCon uh, like breakfast champions breakfast or whatever. It's mm-hmm. such a cool, if you ever can go to WrestleCon, you got to go to the breakfast. It's this WrestleMania memories breakfast where all these old wrestlers are like, Oh yeah, I remember uh, WrestleMania. I was in WrestleMania six. There's just awesome stories and, and fun little insight and stuff like that too. Like, it's just weird. You don't like think like, Oh yeah. You know, the earthquake had diarrhea at <laughs> WrestleMania nine. You don't think of that stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but, we were Colt and I always sit at a table together. I'm like his kind of like plus one at these or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um um I think Vader was at our table also. I just told this story I think on our podcast, on my podcast. And uh Vader was at our table and I don't know why all weekend I just kept doing the how's it going everybody? Like the Brian Alvarez uh-huh. thing. And I just kept doing it and I was just like being so silly and it's like at eight in the morning or something. And then afterwards, this guy at our table is like, can I get a picture with you? And I was like, oh, sure. And I'm thinking, like, maybe he watched uh, Creative Has Nothing For You at the time or, or worse, mm-hmm. promo ever. I don't know which one would have been the one with me and Colt. And we're taking a picture. And he just goes, what's Dave like? And I'm just like, <laughs> I go, Dave who? And he goes, Dave Meltzer. And I go, oh, I don't, I don't know. He goes, well, you work with him, right? And I'm like, oh no, I'm not Brian Alvarez. You thought I was Brian. And he goes, yeah, I thought you were Brian Alvarez. And he just like walked away. So disappointed. I was like, oh no. Oh man. You see, I've, I've had some of those interact. I had maybe two or three of those interactions, uh, all was double or nothing weekend mm-hmm. based on you guys. And you guys mentioned me on the podcast. Yeah. Like, and it happened, uh, every single time that it happened, which was, so Ryan's wife came later on in the week to to join us for the event, and every single time I would tell her the story because people would recognize Ryan. Especially now we have like this Facebook VIP group where mm-hmm. he interacts with them more often. So all these people know who Ryan is, and you know they all want to buy him drinks and buy him food and just say hello to him. And there was two or three times where I was telling Ryan's wife the story where I'm like. Yep, here we were at this casino or at this restaurant. People would just come up and, oh, hello, uh, you know, are you Ryan from Pro Wrestling Tees? And I kept trying to tell that story, but every single time I would get interrupted by someone who would come up to me and say, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Are you Scrump from uh, Marty celeb. and Sarah? Oh, and that was man. one of those things where I was like, get out of here. I'm like, what, huh? Get and she thought, she thought we were just like bullshitting that it was like a plant and i'm like julia i promise you it isn't <laughs> but that's one of those you know that's one of those cool things where and you mentioned colt earlier and 
how you know he gets to interact with fans mm-hmm. that plays a big part into like why i got the job because like you mentioned i would just go to your, a lot of your guys' shows yeah and i remember you would always message me and be like hey uh one hour tease is looking for someone who can do yeah this. Do you i know? got a lot of people jobs there because yeah. i'd always be like oh you, you should work there mm-hmm. these are cool people yeah and every single time i was like i don't know photoshop or i don't know how to print mm-hmm. and like i remember finally getting the job and i was just like oh man this is gonna be and i it was gonna be like the best job ever and where were you at before that the movie theater or kohl's no i was at i was at kohl's before that yeah but even before that like i used to work at a movie theater yep. that was a little yeah i was like oh scrum can get me into the movies this is yeah, great i and it was a weird thing i would just find these random movie passes mm-hmm. you know yeah i don't know where they were yeah. just, they would just show up in random places I re- and i remember one time i was at kohl's trying to return something and they were being so weird to me there and they're like i remember they were like you have to find something in this store that comes out exactly to like twelve dollars and fifteen cents otherwise you can't and i'm like okay and then i remember i saw you there and you're just like that's stupid and you just like yeah, took care yeah, of it yeah that was one of yeah I'll, but yeah when i knew that i could we could get you a job there it was like let's get him a job there like this will be great. Yeah, which like I'll forever be grateful for, and like I always tell people, sit me and Sarah talk about this a, a lot behind your back, about how you're always helping people. I try. You know, if someone like even I like making uh, connecting people. Mm-hmm. I've always liked that. I like, like connecting people. When like for instance, there was I wanted to meet Kevin Steen. Mm-hmm. I was a huge Kevin Steen fan, and it was at one of your shows. At the Lincoln Lodge. Oh yeah, that was so fun when he yeah. did my act in French. Mm-hmm. He that did, was great. He did, he did your act in French. It was it was awesome. Yeah, I was there. There was a lot of other Ring of Honor wrestlers there, but I remember afterwards, and this was when the Square to Circle was still mm-hmm. it was still a thing. It was a restaurant here in Chicago. Uh, Lisa Marie, former Victoria, she had a pizza place over here in Chicago. It was pretty cool, you know, when it was still around, but you told me you're like hey we're all driving over there i'm like okay cool you're like yeah if you want to come by i'm like awesome and you go there's one more thing i don't mean to bother you i'm like no no no, for sure what is it you're like can you give bobby fish and kevin steen a ride (laughs) and i was just like yeah sure and i remember i immediately ran to my car to clean it because it was it looked like shit (laughs) and it was one of those things where i'm like i can't i can't have kevin steen knowing i have a dirty car you know which for sure he doesn't remember mm-hmm. nor would he you know um like at least beyond that night as dirty as it would have been he probably would have been like marty what the fuck <laughs> but yeah you're a big proponent of like yeah which is awesome and that's why anytime anyone like like you look back at like the penis druid thing and mm-hmm. people are, like some people love it some people hate it sure but it's like for the people that hate it I, you know it's like blame marty de rosa uh, he's the one who got me the job uh, that's okay i'll take the blame but yeah, no i think yeah. it's i think it's uh yeah, it's just fun to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And if, if someone really, yeah, if someone really likes a, a, some, a wrestler or something like that or whatever, and it can, you can work it out or whatever, it's the mm-hmm. coolest thing to do. I mean, I assume because of that, I assume you've had like a lot of like cool wrestling interactions. Like, did you go to like your first few indie shows? What was. So mm-hmm. let me tell you this. Mm-hmm. I was a bad fan back in the day when I would go to shows. I was such a little smarky dick. Like, I remember, I should have gotten killed. Uh, the AWF, this was the American Wrestling Federation. Mm-hmm. This was during, this was probably like 
man, I think I was in maybe high school. Like I maybe just got my driver's license or something like that. And, uh, and this was the American Wrestling Federation. They were going to have like a round system. Mm-hmm. And it was like Tito Santana, Bob Orton, Greg Valentine, maybe Sergeant Slaughter. It was just a bunch of old WWF guys and WCW guys. And we sat front row. There was no guardrail. And we were just ripping wrestlers. Like, I think back and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, we were just, like, guys would come out and we would just, oh, you you look like the janitor here. Get the fuck. And we were being so bad. And there was this manager who was a manager in, like, Windy City Pro Wrestling. Uh, his name was Joey Bags Baglia, I think. Uh-huh. And uh, somebody told me he was, like, mobbed up or something. I was like, oh, no. Ooh. So we were just trashing him and tra- and. He, I forgot who he came out with first, but then later on he came out with Greg the Hammer Valentine. And I remember specifically them just being like, there he is right there. And they were like pointing at me. And like Valentine was just like, okay. And Valentine looked like he was going to murder me. And at one point, uh, Valentine got thrown out of the ring. And I think his thing was like, throw me out of the ring. I'm going to fucking nail that kid. And as he came out he like whipped his arm around mm-hmm. uh, and I got out of the way and he hit the chair so hard with his hand. And I was like, I'm going to fucking get killed. And I remember I was like, I am not sitting front row anymore for this show. Like I'm, I'm in the back for the rest of the show. So what you're saying is Eddie Kingston would have not. Oh, jeez. Well, I would have been smart enough. Oh God. I think I would have been smart enough not to fuck with Eddie Kingston. I was, I was, and I was also picking on like easy targets, but yeah, had Eddie Kingston came out, I'd have been like, so dude, big fan. Mm-hmm. How you doing, man? Yeah, with that, that's always one person where I'm like, why would you fuck with Eddie? Kingston? Oh yeah, I remember when Eddie Kingston was first, uh, when he was first like coming around mm-hmm. uh, to IWA Mid South when they would come to Indiana, and uh, he was yeah he was awesome back then too. But like, I don't know, man. When I was just a, I was I must have just I needed a couple years to like not be such a little a little asshole, and uh, and then I I felt like I was like Bully Ray would say I was being the fan, a fan the right way you know yeah, what I mean you know, I needed Bully Ray to pull me aside back in the day and tell me to be a be a, you know a fan the right way. Do you remember what like the merchandise was like back then? Cause yes. Because now it's it's so much more elaborate where you have back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know when you would go to your WCW. I remember like my relationship with wrestling shirts was I would go to a show and get a shirt and be like fuck yeah. Everyone at school is going to think I'm so cool. I had this Sting and Muda comic book shirt, and I was like, it doesn't get much cooler than this. They're going to fucking dig the shit. And I'd wear it at school, and people would be like, who are those people? Like, And I'd be like, eh? All right, a Road Warriors one. I thought it was a gray Road Warriors one. I was like, this is the coolest shirt ever. My uh, The first wrestling shirt I ever bought was a Hot Rod Piper shirt. Uh, me and my one of my best friends growing up, John, um, we had matching Hulk Rules shirts, mm-hmm. and then we bought matching spandex shorts for our gym class, and we were a team, a badminton team. <laughs> and uh, But yeah, so the WWF uh, shows, I would always get a t-shirt, and you know, p- a poster was big. Mm-hmm. Um, I was always smart enough to not buy like a foam finger. I always knew those were worthless. Like, yeah, you don't want to buy it. Like- but and I, al- I always thought if I went to a wrestling show, they would have all the figures. Which is funny listening, like, again, to Fully Pose, but, like, everyone kind of, all the wrestling figure collector fans or people who grew up as kids who had wrestling figures, we all thought, if you go to the show, they're all there. Mm-hmm. You know, because you'd watch TV, and it's like, they show kids in the front row, like, holding the figures, and you're like, I gotta get all those figures. They're at the show. Never were. So you get a t-shirt and a poster, and I remember uh, all the t-shirts I bought, 
I bought, I remember all the like, cause the NWA had just such like awesomely bad t-shirts. Uh-huh. Like, God, I wish I could remember the Sting and Muda cartoon one. It might be, someone might have a photo of it. That's the other, you know, cool thing. You can find them all. Um, but some were just so bad. But then indie shows, like that AWF show, I guarantee there was no merch at all. Um, maybe a program. Mm-hmm. But like um, when I would start going to like IWA Mid-South shows or whatever, like it would be rare for somebody to have t-shirts. Um, it was mostly like VHS cassettes. And then every once in a while there'd be a shirt. But I just, I don't remember even if there were, or, or like the company would have its shirt maybe. Uh-huh. But like. Which is crazy to think. Nah, now it was all eight by tens. It was just all eight by tens. And then guys started having selling like VHS cassettes. See that that's just crazy to think because nowadays, like it's the whole merch like table setup is always such like an elaborate nice thing. You know, like oh you sure can, you can tell who's the pro. There's like, an art to it. Like if you 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 can tell that like an Ethan Page you know was taught well by you know yeah. probably like a Colt Cabana. It's so funny where you watch like the evolution of you know where it's like the table and then. Yeah, I think everybody just kind of copied Colts like, okay, this is the setup here. And then it was one of those things too where it was just like, I've got my shirt, I got my eight by tens. And then it was like, Well now I got three shirts and I got multiple eight by ten. And I you know, and it's just like it just keeps growing and it's awesome. And uh I was just watching uh one of those like um uh NWA videos on YouTube from their and they were they were at like championship wrestling from Hollywood and the crowd they just pan the crowd and it's everyone's wearing a wrestling shirt Mm -hmm. whether it's from uh, you guys from wwe from anyway it's just like it's just a sea of wrestling shirts and it's like that to me is just crazy and it's crazy now to seeing so many shirts just out in the world yeah that's always one of those things where if well you mentioned you know like if you watch like when we're watching double or we were at double or nothing Mm -hmm. dave you know my co-host he made that logo him and ryan worked yeah. on that logo and i was just like dude like how crazy is that that thing is splattered Everywhere. all over the place people are wearing it all over their chest like that's got that's got to be just cool as fuck and i mean a lot i a lot of people buy marty and sarah merch like if ever i see one of the buddies out in public yeah i'll always make sure to stop them and be like oh and, hey and i mean whenever we see someone wearing our shirt like on raw or smackdown or a pay-per-view mm-hmm. or something it's still like oh, that's our shirt yeah I, I i mean like it's such a cool thing to to see that i remember on the, on the jericho cruise i would stop people yeah that had the marty and sarah tattoo oh that's insane too yeah and that's like i mean i i when and sarah does all the drawings and stuff and she'll tell you that but like the idea that somebody was like I dig this enough. And I mean, I've got a couple bands that I like tattooed on me. Mm-hmm. You've got, uh, got giant so Kevin many Smith. things tattooed on Kevin you of, of things you like. Shin. But there's that thing of just like, how much do I like this thing enough to put it on my body? That is, I mean, that to me is just like the coolest. Yeah. And I, and I would stop all those people. Yeah. If I ever see anyone with a Marty and Sarah tattoo, I would just stop them and be like, "Hey, can I take a picture of this and send it to Sarah?" I mean, it's it's so wild. It's like there was there was a couple that were they were having dinner, and we I think we were all meeting up for one of our dinners, and I was like, "I'm literally texting Sarah right now. Can I please take a picture of this and send it to her?" And they were like, "Okay, sure." And I was like, "You know, Marty DeRosa is right <laughs> out there. He's out there right now eating grilled chicken." And they're just like, "Okay." 
yeah. cool. Thank you. You know, <laughs> same thing with there was uh, someone in the Okada line that had a Marty and Sarah tattoo. Oh I was man, like, can I take a picture That's of this, so please? Wild. That's and they're so like, wild. Okada's right next to you. Yeah. What do you give a shit about this tattoo? And I and I've had. Uh, like in, uh, I have a a, a a listener made a custom Galoob mm-hmm. figure of me, which is like that was the craziest thing too. Where it's just, it's just cool to get like uh, things like that, or or when you just see somebody, because that's how we, sometimes I'll think it's just like you could buy any shirt, mm-hmm. you know, or but uh, but it's real cool that uh, somebody would want to you know, rep our podcast and and wear our merch or whatever. Yeah, I mean you got you guys sell a lot. You know, I know, I mean, I'm sitting in your giant downtown penthouse right We're now. We're not downtown. We're on the north side. North side. You know, it's this giant penthouse. And I'm like, wow. Well, They're on the know. 37th floor and <laughs> you can see everything from up here. It's you crazy. You can. I mean, the view is amazing. Yeah. But so what do you think? What would you say is your favorite wrestling shirt? Because a lot of people, there's a, there's always a wrestling shirt that sticks out. Like for me, and I think it's more nostalgia, but it's that I'm your poppy Eddie Guerrero shirt. Because as I got into when you res- were a kid, yeah I, yeah, I well, I think that's I think, I mean, I look, I have a, I have a, a couple ways that I look at wrestling shirts, where it's like, number one, could you wear it out in the world? Because when I was young, it was like the actual photo of the wrestler, mm-hmm. and I remember my best friend Rudy had this Shawn Michaels one, where it was just a actual photo of Shawn, like with his hand in the air, and I remember just being like dude, you can't wear that to school. Like You're going to get made fun of. And he was just like, I don't fucking care. I, I love Shawn Michaels. You thought they would get made fun of for wearing an effeminate male stripper I, on I their mean, shirt? Yeah, I'm like, dude, you can't. But then I would see, like, with our, we have, like, a, a, a wrestling heart tattoo logo T-shirt that says wrestling instead of, like, mom, like you would see. And when I came up with that, I was like, this is a shirt that you can wear and not be like, Ugh. you know, I think it mm-hmm. looks cool. And I think it's like, now, you know, like if podcasts were around in the 80s, our shirt would be an actual photo of like me and Sarah or something. And now if people do that, like Orange Cassidy, it's like ironic that their photo is on the shirt or whatever. So I, you've seen Orange's Ca- Orange Cassidy's shirt, yeah. right? Where it's just... Uh, it's a photo a, of him it, wearing a shirt, yeah. No, no, no. There's another one he has, uh, his like highest selling shirt on pro wrestling tees. It's a picture of like a thumbnail with like the file oh yeah 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 yes yes uh we had somebody the other day message us letting us know that they could not see the actual image they didn't know if it was just their browser or their oh no and that that was that's awesome that was awesome where i'm like yeah when he when orange cassidy or whoever it was that came up with that idea thought of that I don't think they actually thought somebody would fall for it. Sure. But this person was genuinely like, hey, guys, there's something I want to see what it is if I might order it. Oh, yeah. I love that. Which I'm like, that's awesome. But yeah, you mentioned this. Uh, yeah. So I think I think um, my favorite of all, I think, I think the Piper Hot Rod shirt is like the greatest wrestling shirt of all time. And you uh, were so nice. And you made me, uh, a, you got me one of the Pro Wrestling Illustrated shirts. Which is just like, oh my god, that that was the shirt where I always was like, why didn't I ever order that out of the mag? Like, mm-hmm. why didn't I ever order it? And now I have it, and I'm so excited. But I would say, Piper, and it also Piper also had the ringer. He had the 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 red rings around the mm-hmm. collar and the sleeves, which I felt like you got more for your money because it had because it, it had extra. Yeah, and I remember buying it and being like, you're getting because I remember being like, well, there's the Hogan tank top. But the Piper shirt is cool, but it also has, 
you know. Dude, and I we still sell a lot of those. Like, it, it's not that exact same one because mm-hmm. I think like WWE might sure. own that. But it's a variation of the Piper shirt on a ringer like that. I mean, and that's one of those. It's that, like, the coolest. Yeah, it is the coolest. I thought, um, you know, you can't go wrong with like the NWO shirt or like Austin three sixteen and stuff like that. It classics. Like, people still wear those, and you can tell how old they are because you can. I've I don't think I've ever seen a purely black a fresh black t-shirt with like that logo it's always, oh yeah you know you can tell this person's like worn it yeah and I'm, I'm trying to think if there's any other like i mean of course i wish i had everything i ever bought mm. and still had well and- i know i don't my first wrestling t-shirt it was a, a john cena one and it was just like one of his early i mean they're just, i don't think mm-hmm. his t-shirts are all that great. I mean, I'm just thinking of so many of his but that like, he's had. I had one, and this was this was before he won the belt. This was like uh, chain gang. Oh yeah. Cena. Oh yeah. I didn't probably all iced out. That design was probably it, all iced it was, out. It was actually it was a white shirt. It was the it was a black ringer t-shirt. Uh-huh. Oh, I remember that and one on the for back, sure. On the back, it said like, "You want some? Come get some." Yep. And that's one of those things where like I remember at school I wore it once, and everyone was like, "Oh, ha ha ha!" Like making fun of it. Yeah. I didn't get it. Like. Not that I grew up like protected or innocent, but I just I didn't get the joke. And people- I remember uh, when Shane Douglas had the or the when they had the ECW had the Francine four sixty nine. I remember being like, God damn, if I could get my hands on one of those and wear it to school, I'd fucking be so cool. I remember wearing a DX shirt when they reformed DX, mm-hmm. and it was one with like cartoon shot oh, cartoon I know. Triple H, <sighs> and like on the back, it was Ugh. like them showing their asses. And I, I don't know why I thought like yeah fuck yeah people are gonna be like whoa that is the coolest thing and I remember like taking it off at one point and just like throwing on a sweater because everyone was like <sighs> yeah what are you I still though just I God I just remember though being a kid and being and just thinking like man I'm gonna I'm gonna pop the territory when I wear this shirt tomorrow to school thinking like everyone's gonna be like whoa mm-hmm. and oh, God I just remember like people just like well, who are those people on your shirt you know be like they're the road warriors and they'd be like okay yeah I've, I've definitely had that a few times where like oh because I, I love almost all the Naito shirts we have mm-hmm. you know they're really cool a lot of the Japanese designs are always like the coolest yes but I was wearing one and it said it said some like word in Spanish and my mom's like why are you wearing that I'm like why she's like do you know what that shirt says and I'm like uh yeah maybe I don't know why she's like I just I don't know why you'd wear that I'm like because it's Naito and yeah. she has no context you know and like the neighborhood I'm in it's like it's primarily Hispanic so I'm like ah, I can only imagine all the older Hispanic women as I'm like walking down like the aisle of the grocery store like that guy that guy shirt says motherfucker on oh. it in Spanish you know and I'm just like but here's this yeah. cool picture of you know Naito and I also love how when you see somebody out in the world and either you're wearing a shirt or they're wearing a shirt and then your lads are like, oh, because I I've just started talking to this guy at the Trader Joe's I go to, mm-hmm. and he's a wrestling fan. So now we're like chatting it up all the time. There's uh there's a Buffalo Wild Wings out in Skokie over like by Tui, and there's this one specific guy who every time uh I would go there with like my parents or by my not mm-hmm. by myself not anymore. Uh, but I would now you work, go to Hooters by yourself. Now I go to Hooters by myself. Like, all the cool guys. <laughs> like a real baller. Or a uh, tilted kilt. You know, like, Hell yeah. That's where all the fucking cool Hell guys yeah. go. 
Uh, but I'm always wearing something pro wrestling tees, you know, like it's not, it's not enough that I work there. I have to let everyone know that mm-hmm. I work there by wearing either the shorts or the shirt or my fanny pack, mm-hmm. something pro wrestling tees. But this one guy was, I was just like, Oh man, I like your shirt. And I went to go pick up some food the other day and I saw him and I was like, Hey, what's up, man? And I stopped him. I was like, do you, you know? And he's like, yeah, I buy shirts off there all the time. This is, Oh, and very cool. And I don't know. I don't ever like lead off with, well, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm one of the managers there. I'm a scrump, you know, you know I'm yeah. scrump. But once I told him, I was like, I work there. It led to us just having like a 15 minute conversation. Mm-hmm. This was after I had gotten my food and he, the guy was probably supposed to be working. I hope I didn't get him in trouble, but that's just cool. When, when you oh, find yeah. people and you have like a, a wrestling connection with that, that's always cool. Especially when it's not just, well, I used to watch wrestling back in the mm-hmm. day, but not anymore. Cause it's, it's cool being able to talk to people to lap stands as well. Yeah. Like what, what brought you back? I remember my old, and I, somebody on Twitter the other day was like, what's your old email account? Mm-hmm. And my old email was jobber at hotmail.com. And I remember a couple times like giving it on, you know, it's like, what's your email or whatever. And they'd be like, jobber, like a wrestling jobber. I'm like, yeah. And they'd be like, oh, you like wrestling? And I'd be like, oh yeah, I do. And then we would hit it off from there. I know my old embarrassing email that I got rid of like, probably around the time i entered high school because everyone was like make sure you have a professional email yeah it was something something dx69 sure you know sure most people was 316 69 69 yeah and again at the time like this is the coolest email you know yeah see his email and be like fuck yeah this dude's cool a bunch of my buds had our backyard wrestling fed which was uh tritown championship wrestling tcw so it'd be like TCW. I think my buddy John's was like TCW three sixteen at AOL dot com or something like that. Oh god, yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's it's interesting to see like how the wrestling shirt has evolved. Yeah, like you mentioned because before it used to just well, be. Remember, I don't know if you you might be too young for this, but back in the day, the WWF magazine, which was like I, ha- I had to have that. Um, the center fo- the center would be their catalog, and mm-hmm. they would have the wrestlers with their shirts. And uh, it was it was such a classy like layout and everything, and they just I mean like crushed it with their so with their they, stuff. I I know they stopped doing that right around the time because I didn't get into wrestling until about like two thousand four, yeah. and it was maybe for probably around like two thousand seven or so when they stopped doing that because I, I still have a bunch of my old WWE magazines, and that was always my favorite thing. Oh yeah, you look through it and you're just like, fuck, look look at how cool Rey Mysterio looks in this shirt pre internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had your WWF magazine, and I mean, like when you go back to like it, late late eighties, it was like the primo spot for that. And I've got like a couple that I always, you know, like I have some in the bathroom or whatever. Uh, and it's like you get the wrestlers in a line wearing their shirts. There was like four rows. They're all wearing their shirts. They looked all look so cool. They all looked like so like just sweaty and mm-hmm. just like you could tell they're probably like all coked up. Like let's just get this done with. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> and then later on, you then you'd see like now knowing like oh that was like little Shane or Stephanie like there's the classic one of Stephanie wearing the actual Andre the Giant size Andre shirt mm-hmm. yeah and it looks like a giant dress on her and then Shane's wearing like some like like the Ultimate Warrior like satin jacket or whatever yeah it's it's interesting looking back at those too because like WWE 
I don't think WWE designs have always like been the greatest. Like mm-hmm. the, a lot of people say, like, oh, they're they're not the best now, but I don't think they ever were. I, I mean, I don't know if you like check out a Texas Tornado shirt if you're like, now nah, that was how wrestling shirts were made back then. I felt like uh, some were so cool, and I felt like some were so like, man, you didn't put any effort into this. Like, oh God, no. you just didn't care. You just like farted it out. No, and. And, and I might be. I mean, it sounds biased just because of like where I work. But they do have some. They do have some good shirts. You know, some I look at and I'm like, if I'm gonna buy a WWE shirt, yeah. I'm probably gonna buy that one. But there's others where, like, I I've, I can only imagine. You know, like uh, an Alistair Black or a Ricochet. You know, they just get called up. Mm-hmm. They're super excited about it. And someone says, Hey, we're gonna make you. You know, we're gonna make you a shirt. You're gonna have your own official shirt. That's got to be fucking cool. And then they bring you like the designs oh yeah just like i mean i was talking to colt about this because we did we did a um uh a, a podcast about wrestling figures actually and we were talking about like and i mean i i think now your your newer your younger wrestlers now are so aware of t-shirts because of processing tees and because of like that's how you make money as an indie wrestler that when the WWE is like okay so here's the shirt like i don't know maybe i'm wrong but to me like back in the day like I don't think um, Bad News Brown gave a shit what his t-shirts looked like. He was no. probably just like, just give me the money from the t-shirts that I made. I don't care. But, like, I think now if you get somebody, like, you know, um, you know, if, if a company is like, you know, hey, Dalton Castle, here's your shirt. He's going to be like, eh, I don't love that. Like, what if we did this? You know, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think it's just like, I don't give a shit. You know, that's the thing, too, with, like, I think about, like, with wrestlers and their wrestling figures, like, did Big John Studd care what his figure looked like? Absolutely versus not. like, does a Zack Ryder care what his? You know, Zack Ryder's like, ah, oh, those aren't the boots I wore with that outfit. I wore these boots. Like, you know, you're gonna you're gonna have people who are a little more tuned into the 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 you know. Yeah, the thing. I, like I know I mentioned to you earlier. There's some of the older wrestlers that we work with. You know, they because we have we have designers that we work with, and mm-hmm. sometimes they say, hey, this is my designer. These are some of the stuff he came up with, mm-hmm. and sometimes they'll be like oh i think this would be really fucking cool and you gotta say okay buddy, buddy yeah. you know like how about this instead and it's not their you know you can't blame a 60 year old man for thinking he knows what's like you know what's cool what's yeah. cool or not yeah but a lot of them are always super open to like bret hart he has so many like so many cool designs and some of them he's come to us he's an with. artist he's yeah. an artist yeah some of us he's come to us with others he's been like hey uh someone sent me this on twitter like mm-hmm. can we use this and like i've seen a lot of people like joey janela has those like white claw parody shirts yeah and i saw someone just like tweeted out hey like here's this uh-huh. and he used it and i think that's one of the cooler aspects of like being able to use social it media. is cool i remember uh dming a wrestler going hey i think you should do uh, this idea Mm-hmm. And uh, and it, to this day, it's I I think they've sold probably a whole bunch of those shirts, which is real cool. Mm-hmm. And I I think too because I remember an older an older wrestler. Wait, did he ever thank you for that? Ah, uh, you know, what in a, his own way. What a dick. In his own way. But I remember uh, at one of the wrestle cons where Ryan was going to talk to an older wrestler because he had his own shirts made 
and they were so bad and he was wearing one of them and it was like bleeding because he was sweating because he's an old wrestler and they all fucking sweat like crazy Mm -hmm. which is so awesome and his shirt was just bleeding it was a white shirt all the side it's already like white shirt okay but not the best shirt that you're gonna want to do and then it's like boom that and the graphics are sweat and the red and it's like bleeding and ryan was telling me how he talked to the guy and he's just like i just think you're trying to steal money from me and he's like dude I'm like, I don't know how to explain this. And I, I think for some of those old school, just yeah, a little more carny and a little more like, mm-hmm. you know, like, who are you? And you're trying to make, you're trying to steal money from me. And it's like, no, 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 no. And he's like, well, where are they? Where are you going to store them? And he's like, we don't make it till someone orders it. And he's just like, no, like he couldn't wrap yeah, his head around it or we've whatever. we had wrestlers who were like, okay, so you're going to buy all of my stock uh-huh. and then sell it. And we're like, nope. Yeah, or it's just like, I bet you're trying to make all this money off of me and you're going to steal my image and I'm not going to make it. It's like, no, 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 that's not how it works. Yeah, I mean, you have some, like I I mentioned earlier, Arn Anderson, Mm -hmm. this is the first time he sold shirts maybe 20, 30 years, you know? Yeah, some like enforcer shirt back in the day. Yeah, and I went up to him, I was like, hey, you know, my name's uh, Scrump, I work for Pro Wrestling Tees. First he thought I was Ryan. I think that's how he got started on this. He thought I was Ryan. A lot of older wrestlers Uh do. Some of them, I don't have the heart to tell them, like, I'm not. And I was like, yeah, "Yeah, sure. just let it go. But Arn, you know, he he literally, he got up, hugged me, thanked me so much. You know, he he wouldn't let me pay for my autograph. I left the money table. He refused to take money. And he just thought it was, like, the coolest thing that people wanted to buy an Arn Anderson shirt. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you're Arn Anderson. Of course people want to buy your shirt. Same thing happened. I know when Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, he was at her store signing autographs. He was like, why are there so many people Isn't here? Isn't that crazy? And it's just like. Just think like, man, I bet a lot of those wrestlers are just like, they do the math and think about like back in the, like, you know, I bet like a rock and roll express are just like, wait a minute. We would have gotten this much. Oh no. Like, like the, Oh, the four, we would have the sold. four horsemen would have been pulling like bullet club numbers. Oh, absolutely. The horsemen, uh, rock and roll express. All I'm, I mean, good Lord. Can you imagine Austin three sixteen pro wrestling T store that I, or, or just the ability to, I mean, like I guess with Austin, you can go to the malls and I think like you can go to hot topic. That's another thing that's so wild mm-hmm. is whenever, uh, uh, Sarah and I are at a mall. We'll stop in a Hot Topic and just look at wrestlers' shirts. And this was before uh, AEW when it was still, you know, when like uh, those guys were all just in like Ring of Honor or whatever. And it's just like those their shirts are next to this billion dollar corporation that's been in business forever, and they're able to just like yeah, you're, sell. You're able to walk. You're able to too. walk into a hot topic. And so buy, crazy. Buy like a Back to the Future, Jurassic Park, and Young Bucks T-shirt. Yeah, that was just like the craziest. Mm-hmm. And then I think when the Bucks got their own like LJN wrestlers, I was just like, this is the sky's the limit. I don't know if you remember. This was at a, a live Cabana podcast at Challengers, and it was it was Cabana, Young Bucks, and. God rest his soul, El Generico. Yeah, uh, and th- I remember them. He didn't die. He just re- he just lives in. Well, yeah, God rest his soul because he's such a Mexico. You know, he's, a, he's just an amazing yeah. person. He gave up wrestling yeah. for those orphan children. Yeah. You know, I remember that uh, podcast. Uh, but yeah, and I remember the Young Bucks. Like this was post TNA. You know, yeah. this was like they weren't they weren't the Young Bucks no. yet. No, and it was just crazy. They were just think, studying like, cult going, what's this guy's deal? What's this guy yeah. got going on here? Because I remember Cabana's like, yeah, here's like, he's, I was like behind the table with him just uh-huh. like taking people's money and stuff. 
and just the like thinking about that i was next to the young bucks who there was some people came up and bought autographs mm-hmm. and t-shirts but like you maybe they that. had some old tna some, some old, old generation yeah, some old generation why by tents and there just there really wasn't what were they generation me me oh generation yeah. me that's right not generation y yeah. generation me and like they just didn't have a lot you know but now yeah. you know now you there's no way you could do a young bucks meet and greet at challengers comics oh no no because no. it's you know the no. line would be all the way down western yeah no it but, was wild it's yeah they they it was interesting where and it's interesting too seeing like who are uh the male and female talent that are just like oh now you're and it's cool too to watch because it's like you know a lot of people are going to aew a lot of people are going to wwe and it's just like well who's going to be the next person who has the big long line at the indie show and it's cool watching new people kind of like step up into that role and it's just like because it's not like oh okay well um you know like in in uh aaw you know so many of the regular you know ach uh went to nxt um, Shane Strickland, NXT. You know, a lot of these guys, uh, the AEW guy, AEW guys. Eventually, they're not going to be able to come as much, or if at all. So it's like it's not like people are going to be like, well, I guess I won't spend this money on a T-shirt. You know, it's it's going to be well, who whose shirt am I going to buy? Because I know I know people who are like, if I'm going to a show, I'm buying a shirt because that commemorates that I went to the show. Yeah, it's it's part of the deal, and it's there's always going to be somebody new stepping up when it's just like oh oh these because i remember when the bucks just started blowing up and it's like oh my god everyone's got their merch everyone's waiting in line and then it was like with like pentagon i remember when lucha underground really took off that first WrestleCon, it was just like the lucha underground guys were fucking rock stars there i remember when marty skrull joined the bullet club yeah there, me and Matt Nix, we came in on like a Saturday expecting to work, like because there was just so many evil shirts that had to be printed. Yeah, and we came out on a Saturday thinking, you know what, there's there'll be a, a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. we can probably be out of here by like, you know, by five o'clock or something, and we wound up having to come in the next day, like Sunday, just because there was so many of them. I mean, the and like Marty, like you know, Marty was someone too who blew up. Who yeah, people didn't know who he. No, people no, knew, you know. But it was of him. But just, that was a one too, where it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I I remember when AJ and uh, Nakamura joined. Yep, joined those world. last rushes of like. So you guys have to have a whole other deal where it's like. I watch wrestling and I'm like, oh, definitely going to talk about that in the podcast. And I'll like tell Sarah, I'm like, put that in the notes. We're going to talk about that. We'll talk about that. But you guys are probably like, if somebody comes up with like a new catchphrase or something, you're just like, oh, fuck, I got to print a million of like, you know, of these type of T-shirts. Because the last time I went into uh, the Pro Wrestling Tees shop, I was grabbing some of my stuff and I, I just looked and it was just moxley stuff everywhere it's just like it was wall to wall and it was like right when he debuted with aew and it was just like you guys must just get sick is there like a shirt you're just sick of seeing and you're just like i don't if i never see this shirt again i think because i've had to print and pack and just see so many of them yeah it's just the original bullet okay that one just because and like people still you, buy yeah because you probably watch wrestling and you think about work like oh like work. it is still one of our highest selling shirts it is by every iteration you know mm-hmm. people come and go like that's still one of our highest selling shirts which i mean it's it's a cool shirt uh-huh you know but the fact that people like 
just still buy it. Oh, yeah. Because you got to figure, everyone who wants a Bullet Club shirt has already bought one, but there's just new fans every day, new people that discover the site. And you got Um, people who have bought every Buck shirt, uh every Colt shirt. Yeah, everyone. Every, like, that's everyone. so wild. It's cool. Yeah, like, we have, and we reckon, you know, because we can see who buys them. And, like, for for Double or Nothing, um, Ryan, he bought the first, like, two rows, ter- first two, three rows yeah. uh, on the camera side. And he gave he gave a bunch of them to the people that, like, are top buyers. Yeah. And, I, I, I mean, they, you know, they bought them, but it was just kind of like a thank you for spending so much. And it's cool cool talking to them too because it's not like they're all buying the same thing a lot of them have their specific wrestlers like you mentioned sure. some there's people that will buy every single uh marty scroll shirt every single zack saber jr shirt and that to like be able to support someone like that you know like you mentioned mm-hmm. where if you like if you like like a music artist or something you can buy their you know it's not like you have to individually purchase every single one of their songs you know yeah i mean maybe now through itunes but it's just it's cool to be able to like to support someone that way totally yeah Yeah. i mean i i know i mentioned this to you off you know before we started talking but i really wish we had like a a pro wrestling tea store but we talked to ryan about it and he was just very adamant about you have to get ten thousand. Oh, this podcast would have its own store yeah this podcast well me and you as well yeah you know scrump and marty shirts sure 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 Uh, but so we we talked to Kickstarter yeah because there's like a seventy five dollar fee mm-hmm. um, if you want to bypass the ten thousand followers because you didn't have, you guys don't have ten thousand followers dude I, I told you how much I spent on that yeah Silent Bob meet and greet yeah and like yeah so I'm I'm not gonna have seventy five dollars for a while okay you know like I well I mean I got like I got like a five I got five bucks I can give you five dollars yeah okay cool because that well, that's mm-hmm. what I was getting to because on uh. Like I mentioned, I talked to Kickstarter and they said yeah. we can't start a Kickstarter for just seventy five dollars. Okay. And I told them, Well, I don't want to exploit people and start one for more. Right. But hey, yeah, I mean if yeah, you're willing to give me five, five dollars, yeah, 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 sweet. Sure. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna start up like a, a nice little fun trying that's, to get that's there. fine. That's um, fine. No, that's the least I can do. You brought my uh shirts and hats for uh Starcast, so that's worth five bucks. Oh sweet. Where do you want I will we'll do a trade off. We have okay. a, we have a segment here on the podcast. Um, fan of the week. Okay. You know, we get these really nice, like I, I've, we've mentioned, we get these nice, like written letters, mm-hmm. like actual handwritten letters to us sometimes. Very nice. Along with like emails about just how much people love our customer service or how much they love their product. And a lot of people, when they place like a big order or something, they, when we all do it, we all get really excited to get that email, you know, like your order's on its way. Yeah. Uh, this is an email from, a very enthusiastic person, Ryan from Parts Unknown. Okay. Uh, I'll have you read the email. Oh, okay. This was in response to him getting his confirmation email, letting him know that his order is on his way. All right. You can you can just tell how excited this person was. All right. So this is Ryan, subject person's order. <laughs> when am I getting it? An email. Anything. Tracking info. Pretty fucking lame Roman Reigns shit if you ask me. And that's it. <laughs> that's it. You can, yep. you can tell how excited he was. I hope he was excited with what he got. I hope so. I don't think he was getting any Roman Reigns shirts. No, he can't. Can't sell those. He, nope, definitely can't. But uh, Marty, where can people find you? Uh, my uh, podcast, Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling, comes out every Thursday on the MLW Radio Network. 
Um, I'm also on Twitter and at Marty DeRosa. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you're in Chicago, I run a show called Comedians You Should Know. And, uh, you know, traveling around, do comedy and stuff like that. Check it out. Check it out. All right. Well, thank you for being the. Hey, my pleasure. I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. And uh, keep doing it. And uh, you're gonna get that. You're gonna get that store one day, and you'll you'll sell those teas. Like uh, you're you're probably gonna be the next Young Bucks, where you'll have your own lines around the corner at the store, and people will be uh, lining up to get the new uh, Scrump podcast. Like uh, you'll probably be doing those those like Chuck Taylor type shoes and stuff like that by the time this time next year, I assume. I hope because. I spent a lot of money on that Jane Silent Bob. Yeah, I, 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 uh, boy. And I, I put it on. I, while I was talking to Nathan Biebs earlier, yeah. and he was telling me how he puts like big purchases on his aunt's credit card. Yes, I don't have my aunt's credit card, but I put it on mine. So Oof. I definitely need to start selling some of those shirts to pay that <sighs> off. Because man, it, maybe it, you can get a plug on uh, fat. What is it, Fat Man talking Batman or uh, uh, Fat Man Beyond? There you I go. I think they changed there it for, for legal purposes. Okay. But, uh, Thank you, Marty. Hey, Uh, my pleasure. What an awesome interview. And... We got $5 towards our uh, little t-shirt starter fund. Yep. Marty Marty DeRosa being as generous as always. What a generous man. What a generous man. But you know what would be even more generous? What? If Omaha Steaks would sponsor our show. Oh, God. Omaha Steaks. I mean, I can't stop hearing about them. Juicy steaks, great burgers... And I don't know if you know this. They also have apple crisps. crisps. Actually, that's I, a hard word to say. I I actually know some of this information because next week's guest Matt Nix was oh. just telling me about how amazing those are, and I told them. You hung out with him? Well, yeah, we actually we went to go see uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood over here Ooh. at the Music Box Theater in Chicago in seventy millimeter, and just like if there was a chef kiss emoji, it's the best way to describe. Was it movie. good? Because I love Tarantino movies. Oh, I went and saw it twice. I I. I think this magnum opus. It's oh. like I my favorite Tarantino is Pulp Fiction. I love this movie. I've uh, I've not been able. To, I have so many questions about it right now. But well, you know what? If you have uh, any questions about it and want to talk to me about it, you can go ahead and send your questions over to pwtcast at gmail. If you have any questions as it pertains to the podcast, I know I uh, during that interview with Marty, I kept mentioning Frank. If you have no idea who Frank is, just go ahead and shoot me an email. I'll let you know and. At the beginning of the podcast, you know, we'll we'll answer some of these questions because uh, we're still new to the people. We're yeah. still getting to know you guys. And if you guys have any questions as it pertains to us, as it pertains to what the heck is going Gmail. on with this podcast. What's up? Hit up that Gmail. Yeah, hit up that Gmail. If you, or, yeah, Gmail. And if you want to talk spoilers, we can talk about it. Because I know, like, when we came back, there was only one other person in the shop who had seen it. And it was one of those things where I was like, mm, I can't talk about I mean, it. That email for questions is great. But, like... I have questions now. Do I have to email you and then you got to email me back with my answers? You personally? Yeah. You said if I have questions about the movie, I could email you. No, no. You can call me. All right. You know, we'll do it after the show, I guess. Yeah, we'll do it after the show. I'm going to go see it this weekend anyways. Mm -hmm. Everyone's talking about it, so. Yeah, it's really good. You know what movie I, I... I mean, there was a few movies. Like, I wanted to check out um, that Midsummer movie. I didn't get a chance Oof, to see that. I wanted yeah. to check out Godzilla. I haven't I, seen... I just saw Godzilla. You just saw Godzilla? Yeah. How was it? Uh, simultaneously bad and good. I, I don't know how else to describe it. Well, I never saw that first one because, like, the commercials made it seem like it was Walter White versus Godzilla, yeah. which is the way you can sell any movie. I, I would love to see that. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, this one was good. 
Godzilla's a little chunky. Mm-hmm. You know, he let himself go a little bit, whatever. Yeah. But I will say, if you're a fan of like classic Godzilla movies, they nailed like they added some of the score in there, mm-hmm. like some of the classic Godzilla movie stuff. And I mean, for the most part, every addition they did to all the monsters made sense and was cool. The part I hated was like all the human stuff. The, well, like it was so dumb. You know, I, I got. Some, I don't want to spoil it for you, but it was dumb. Well, I got somewhat of a confession myself as it pertains to the Godzilla cinematic universe. Yeah, the only Godzilla movie I've ever seen is the 1989 uh, blockbuster hit uh, Godzilla with with Matthew Broderick. The one where she lays eggs everywhere. Yeah, in New York City. The one with the Puff Daddy soundtrack. Yeah, it's the only one I've seen. Oh my god! No one. Ugh. <laughs> You're the worst. Well, I saw like You're the, so young. Well, yeah, you know, I'm the up until recently I was like the baby at, of the shop. Yeah. You know, now we've got uh Xavier of uh Pro Wrestling Shoots. He's a little tender boy. Yeah, you know, he's a he's a, a young nice babe. nice young boy that he is, but up until he started working here I was the youngest employee uh, here. I guess I can't fault you for watching nineteen fifty four Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, maybe I'll check it out. It's and, pretty good. But maybe, yeah, this one it's got like you watch Stranger Things, right? Mm-hmm. It's got uh, Eleven from Stranger Things. Does she fight Godzilla? No, but... Well, what the fuck? They- I love her in Stranger Things. I'm not sure I love her in anything else. It's a little weird. Well... I was expecting her nose to bleed like every other scene. These movie studios have to stop uh, getting these action stars to uh, star in their movies if they're not going to fight Godzilla. Yeah, throw a punch. I mean, put up a fight. Well, Don't let the monsters do all the work. Yeah. Well, if listen, if you guys have any Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or Godzilla-related questions. Or wrestling. Or wrestling questions. Or mer- t-shirt. Or t-shirt questions. Just go ahead and uh, email them over to pwtcast at gmail.com, and we'll answer some of them next week. Or even some of our uh, social media. We'll be monitoring yeah, you know, like I said, Yeah. Um, you know, we're both always on those. And, yeah, if you want to just ask a question. Yeah. And if you're in the VIP group, we're always in there trolling everyone yeah which for for those of you who keep hearing about this vip group and don't know how to join it dave why don't you uh tell them how so to... look for pro wrestling tees vip on it's facebook on facebook it's a secret group full of a cabal of wrestling and t-shirt loving lovable idiots mm-hmm. and there is a little bit of an entrance gate you got to answer a couple questions that are very simple, but you would be surprised how many people get them wrong. I've seen how many people get them wrong. Um, but once you get in there, uh, you'll get approved. And then you'll see all the weird, insane things that we talk about from day to day. Uh, everyone, you know, excited about the upcoming AEW show uh, to what's happening on Raw, SmackDown, all the other wrestling programs. And uh, it's, it's a great place. Like, if, if you, like, find yourself not seeing people that are of like interest with you and you love wrestling stuff you're gonna find a ton of people that you like to talk to in that group yeah we're all we're all a big family there and i can't wait Ryan too yeah and ryan ceo of pro wrestling tees future guest future guest guest of episode 100 yes you know maybe like maybe we gotta get to episode 100 guys yeah or maybe if we get him drunk on the jericho cruise i can like gorilla radio him yeah gorilla radio him like hey uh we got some, he's going to be like, why are you asking me all these weird questions? I was like, I don't know. Yeah. Why are you talking to me with a microphone in your face? <laughs> don't worry about it. All right. Well, I hope to see some of you guys join the Facebook uh, yeah. VIP group. So go ahead and uh, make sure you're following us on 
all those social media platforms. Make sure you give us a five-star review on iTunes yeah. or Apple Podcasts, whatever they call if it If you now. don't, we'll know who you are. Yeah, if you don't, we know who, who you guys are. But um, until next week, I've been Scrump. And this is Stank. Take care.